dig, and you might too. What's up? Welcome to the Things We Dig podcast, where we talk about pop culture and bullshit. On today's episode, well, I touched Christy Boner's hoo-hoo, we're on the hook for $200,000 to a transsexual stripper, and my car is gone. I'd say we were pretty wasted. Can we watch something else? Like, this fucking sucks. Like, you like this? And then they, like, sucked their blood. It was just, like, pretty twisted. And then I'm like, hey, you guys are gonna love this really funny, and they just don't laugh at all. And, like, this is really stupid. Starring someone who I weirdly love everything he's ever been in, John Leguizamo. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of the Things We Dig podcast. My name is David. Hey there, friends. It's Chris Fig. What's up, guys? This is Steve. Hello, hello. It's Alex. As always, it's the other Chris. <laughs> I was going to say, dude, I don't think we should ever go away from the introduction like that. It is funny. I remember Steve at one point was like, do we really need to introduce ourselves anymore? I, <laughs> like... I do realize I, I sometimes do it in the sign off. I need to stop doing that. Like the, I don't, we don't, I don't know. <laughs> why i don't know why i do that i always started that once and just continued it for some weird reason in case you forgot who you were just listening to for an hour (laughs) i always i always do it when i lead off the sign off it's like well until next time it's chris fig like it's a radio like we just follow it yeah (laughs) we could fuck with people and i'm like hey it's steve (laughs) oh shit (laughs) but yeah guys uh good to see you back again it was my pick this week and i was sitting and trying to think of a movie or maybe somebody like an actor or something we could deep dive into and um it just popped into my head uh the movie the room i know that everybody here is familiar with the room and just how terrible the movie is but it's so terrible that it's so good man it's just like such an enjoyable watch too it's such a weird thing but it inspired me to want to make this pick or my pick this week just anything like television show or movie wise that's just so bad that it's good and it's like, you know, something that uh, and usually something like that, too, typically has like a cult following as well. Yeah. If we want to go around and just do a lightning round, should we just jump right into it? Jump on in. Shit. All right, guys. So for the lightning round, um, I was thinking we could just go with our backup choices. Movie so bad that it's good. And it's kind of funny because both of my choices I discovered when I was a kid. So I thought they were like amazing. And then upon revisiting them when you're older, they're just like sometimes terrible movies. Some of these movies, my backup movie is always been known as a terrible movie unless you are a child um and that is the great and powerful kazam Ooh, oh a little shack attack action there <laughs> damn it's a good one. Yeah, I do like that movie a lot. Um, similar route as you, Dave. I love this movie as a kid. I don't know if I've watched it in recent years, but I'm sure it's uh didn't hold up too well. But it's gonna be the 1995 Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, classic banger to still, dude. <laughs> uh, mine's a pretty goofy one, but definitely a fun adventure or quest type movie with a killer cast. This one is Strange Wilderness. Oh, I love oh, that dude, movie, yes. dude. dude. Oh. Oh, bro, that movie, man. Maybe I have terrible taste. Dude, I had, I I remember going to see that movie and I had just moved back, uh, coming back from Russia. And so 
So like, I think maybe, I don't know if maybe that's why too, but like I went with Brooke. I think Alex was there too. And Alex really liked it. And me and Brooke were like shitting on the movie oh, so dude, hard. I was busting up laughing the whole time and nobody else was. Yeah, so we left and I remember being like, like what a terrible sucked. movie. And I was like, I, I literally almost wanted to leave. And then I watched it again later. And every time I've watched it since, it's been hilarious. So I don't know what was, oh, I, dude, yeah. I, I don't know what was wrong with me when I watched it the first time, dude, but I did not enjoy <laughs> uh, it. I thought it was hilarious. Dude, the scene where uh, Justin Long has the eyelids on <laughs> tattooed on his <laughs> eyes and he opens his eyes and Jonah Hill's character is like, oh, what the uh, fuck? Yeah, I just love hilarious. that they, they fucking finally get Bigfoot and they, and they blast him. him. They're like, oh my God, and just shoot him down. Just the but, commercial too in the promotion with the shark laughing, dude. <laughs> yeah. My second choice would be the great baby geniuses. Ooh. Y'all remember that back in the day. That is a, a Shout rare out jam. to the Adventure Dome. Yeah, it's great. They were almost like uh, the Rugrats, right? They're like little babies that like were yeah, spies like, and stuff. Up until the age of three. And then at three, they just lost their memory of being a baby genius and became a baby or a toddler. It's kind of sad, but baby geniuses. Solid pick, man. Okay. Very good. Uh, for me, it's going to be a movie me and my brother used to watch uh, all the time back in the day. No idea how we stumbled upon it but attack of the killer tomatoes you guys oh. have never seen it it is a classic so veggie tales movie it is not <laughs> unless the veggie tales were murderous <laughs> on the murderous rampage you know? i think i've the heard of that but i haven't seen it the tomatoes are like devils because they're red you know yeah they're actual <laughs> actual killer tomatoes it is not a play on words i do remember those movies <laughs> used to uh, watch them all the time with my family like the classic horror movies but they also made a really cool cartoon and the theme song was pretty kick-ass attack of the killer tomatoes <laughs> yes check it out man i thought you were talking about veggie tales that whole time for a second fig <laughs> all right guys those were all great second choices but uh let's dive into our main choices here but first off also let's just kick off a little bit of talk what what do you guys think is like the big draw behind these films you know a lot of them are so good the director Directors always have the intention of making, you know, a good film or at least a presentable film. And it has to make you wonder if when these films are happening, if they're even aware that it's like just not going to turn out the way that they envisioned, but they're along for the ride. So they're going to throw it out there. But it's what what do you think is so infatuating about it? You know, it's just such a weird thing. Well, uh, I'm also curious, like what you guys are actually considering a bad movie, because it's pretty subjective. You know, uh, a lot of these movies at the time when I watched it i thought they were really good movies but watching them today i realized hey these are these are stinkers yeah I wonder, go ahead Pig. i wonder if it's just due to nostalgia as we said having those uh rose tinted glasses on you know some of the movies we had mentioned you know we saw as a kid and maybe not really knowing better and our tastes develop you know as we got older and you know matured more and looking at it now you're like damn like how did i think this was good you know something like the power rangers we all i'm sure we all love the power rangers back in the day go oh, yeah. go back and try to watch an episode now you're like wow like like i guess we know what good acting is once we get older but like damn terrible acting terrible writing but the nostalgia is there so you'll still you know want to check it out because you loved it as a kid so maybe that's something too that fuels that kind of uh love for these bad movies yeah i definitely think it's like generational and nostalgia has a lot to do with it because there's not like a lot of these films right now that i'm considering so bad they're good if i were to show them to say my 18 year old cousin right now who'd never seen it before they're probably not gonna like think it's even good at all they're just like this is just bad like i think you have to have that some type of connection into your past
past. Like you saw it at some time in your life or you were just so young that you thought it was good. And now it feels like something safe to you. Like, oh, I can just watch this and know what I'm in for. It's not going to be like crazy experience or anything. Like you could just watch it over and over and over and still enjoy it and connect you back to like those memories or whatnot. Dude, exactly. And even to that point, it almost stings sometimes a little bit when you go to like introduce like something from your past like that to somebody that you do kind of hold like close to yourself like that, you know, and they're just like shit on it. And they're like, I like 10 minutes into it. They're like, can we watch something else? Like this fucking sucks. Like you like this? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've loved this for like 20 years or whatever. Right. You know? <laughs> it's like, I think certain movies I can look back. And if I like loved that movie, I remember I brought up Carpool a while back and certain horrible movies. But when I think about it, it was, I was hanging out with a group of friends or a group of neighbor friends. And that movie was always on and you, it would just be always playing. So it's like nostalgia when you look back and you think that that brings a memory of something. And then when you think about it, like, yeah, that movie actually is pretty, pretty steamy garbage, but the memories behind it are pretty awesome. Well, funny you said that when you had mentioned this on a previous pod carpool, I actually looked it up and it's on, I think prime, you know, I was like, you know what? I haven't watched this movie came out in like 97 or so. So it's like since then, and it actually holds up pretty good. I was Tom oh, yeah. Arnold is hilarious in that movie. And it it's good. pretty, it is pretty bad, but it holds up, you know, a little bit better than, you know, some other kid movies that we used to watched, you know, when we were children. But yeah, you mentioned that. I'm like, damn, Carpool, that's a deep cut. Like, totally <laughs> forgot about that movie and decided to watch it, man. Isn't it kind of funny? Because I always felt like Tom Arnold, like we were at a uh, an age when he was famous, but he had already gotten into like shit and like had his like uh, issues out there in the public with like drugs and with the law and stuff, dude. And when we're you're so young, you don't see that. And I remember seeing him as an actor and always just thinking he was just some like regular, like good actor, like regular dude. And then you get old enough to like learn all this stuff about him. You're like, damn, Tom Arnold is crazy, man. <laughs> but yeah, gotta love him, especially in those old 90s films for sure. Mm -hmm. So those would be like some movies with nostalgia for us. But like, let's say a movie like, uh, what is it called? Sharknado. Like something like that holds zero nostalgia for me. I also don't think it's good at all. But there's a lot of people who really, you know, really think that that's a good movie. It's so bad that it's good. One of those. Yeah, I think that's like that thing you had to be at that age or in that like where it hit is like a phenomena like Tiger King. I know it's a documentary, but that's a so bad it's good thing. But I like it even though it's new because it was like a phenomena. You were all stuck at home and you all watched it together and now you're like oh yeah it was terrible but it was great so it you have to have some type of like other connection to it for sure good point even going back to who brought up a oh, strange wilderness i think maybe i based it off of being so ridiculous and them saying the ridiculous most ridiculous things and just just not it was almost not funny it was so funny by the way that they were acting that that humor like there's a humor for that like with comedians who will do stuff so outlandish that it's hilarious because it's awkward and uncomfortable and you're just like oh my god this is ridiculous but that's funny in itself yeah and i guess to that it is like preference because and i know all of us are kind of on the same page with that but i love like that style of humor that it's like so blatantly stupid that it's like genius almost too you know like certain people almost like like a like an andy samberg or somebody you know and like his style of comedy lonely island where some people look at that and think it's super stupid you know and when yeah. somebody says that to me i'm always like damn we do not have the same sense of humor at all 
But yeah, well, you know, it's very subjective, man. Well, it's funny. I was literally just thinking about Hot Rod too. I was like, I love that movie. It's it's so good. And the other day, uh, I, I think it's called Pop Star, right? He's in that movie, and Dude. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't get five minutes into it. It was so bad. And <laughs> that's another one, though, bro. That's like, like so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but Me and Alex went and saw Pop Star, and there was one scene in particular, dude, where we were dying laughing, where they're all pretending to be uh, TMZ, and it's Eric Andre and a few other like comedians <laughs> and people, and they all just have big uh, cups and like straws, and they're all just yeah, laughing like dude. hysterically, like, and re- it's ridiculous, like insanely dude. laughing. <laughs> but it, but it's funny. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the the point in your life, because I mean, obviously watching Hot Rod, I was younger. Watching Pop Star now, and I don't know, it just randomly came up, and I'm like, damn, like thinking Hot Rod is is so funny, and it is stupid. It's so stupid, but it's hilarious. And then Pop Star, very kind of similar type of movie, but it just didn't land with me. Again, maybe it's just because you know, I'm older, and I'm not like, oh, like I can't like it, but I'm like, this is just not <laughs> funny to me, so. It's, it's a ridiculous movie, though. You're right. <laughs> Dude, it's very ridiculous, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I also wonder, too, with movies that are, are meant, like non-comedy movies that are, like, meant to be good. Like, there's a few out there where I'll, I'll watch them, I'm like, oh, that movie was actually pretty enjoyable. And then you, of course, you get on social media, or you look on Rotten Tomatoes, and it gets just totally panned you're like damn like was it that bad you know and i rarely go back to watch it i'm I'm trying to think of a a movie that can kind of be relatable to it but yeah it's just funny how other people you're like am i in the norm i think someone said it earlier like do i have fuck do i have bad taste i actually like that movie a lot you know yeah i think you usually like all those new disney series and uh marvel spinoffs don't you Uh, (laughs) oh for the most part yeah i guess that is that is true i mean i'm trying to think i mean thor love and thunder was pretty bad but like dr strange i, I would say is a, is a good example I, I came out of it i'm like oh this you know it was enjoyable it wasn't great but it wasn't you know bad and then you go to like the comment section and people are like worst fucking comic book movie ever oh, like, yeah. i'm like really worse have you seen daredevil <laughs> i feel like they say that about every movie nowadays in comment section though it's either the best or the worst ever like people just fucking just idiots online <laughs> i guess have like, you being seen howard the duck <laughs> like was it for this pod and said, say worst pod ever <laughs> but who brought it up one of the chris's talked about like being entertained and like that being something where it's like you kind of go in and if you're going to be fucking reviewing like oh it's a transformer movie but i want it to be like the revenant with uh leo dicaprio and i'm like you can't even compare the two so it's like were you entertained was it funny did it grab your attention um yeah that could have a huge factor i don't know yeah if you're going into a movie expecting the wrong thing it could definitely affect it for sure like sometimes you just got to shut your brain off and enjoy an action movie for sure one movie that i did when i was like trying to think of uh, a movie that I, I liked a lot as a kid that was probably just like really shitty now, dude, that came to my mind was Problem Child. Um, I bet it's probably almost annoying. Like I was trying to remember back on it and I was like, I thought it was so funny. And I'm, I'm sure some of those scenes are just like obnoxious nowadays, dude. <clears throat> Has anybody watched Gili? That was one I was <laughs> oh, going to yeah, bring dude. up that was knocked for being a horrible movie, but I never saw it. But it, it was, was just like, a, it was a boring a ass bad, movie, boring man. movie, yeah. Yeah. And that's and one of those ones was pretty bad in it too right. between both of them and i think like the guy they were watching he's the uh the dude from the hangover that gets lost doug he's doug dude and uh he's like playing
thing. I think he's like mentally kind of handicapped in that movie or something, isn't he? They've like oh, kidnapped yeah. him. He's, the, he's like the son or like cousin of a mobster or something. And dude, not to 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 sway far off, but one of us should have brought. There was a uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Matt uh, McConaughey. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey, dude. And it's a movie about. Never heard him called Matt. Matt. Yeah, Matt you're McConaughey. like uh, Matt. You Matt, know Matt. Matt McConaughey. Dude, we oh. did almost watch the trailer, but one of us sent it or something where it's like a love story about like dwarfs oh, or something yeah. <laughs> dude and oh, you watch dude. the trailer and you're like holy hey, shit dude Wait, i am um, guys dude, so what not to even spoil it but i have on that whiteboard i showed you earlier two other movies i thought of for this category one of them was that tiptoes but i've never seen it tiptoes? And then the, oh my god yeah, dude, and then the other the one yeah dude and then the other one's ladybugs and i put on their trailers because i wanted to show you guys those trailers are ridiculous and they're the old style of trailer from the 90s where it's like there's a man out there and then it shows like yeah, Matthew McConaughey or whoever you know yeah and he's oh like my he's gosh, trying dude. to live his life and then that a woman bad, shows dude. up <laughs> that's one of those movies that they like made disappear like no one talks about it but you're like holy fuck dude this was a real movie dude honestly if you we should just watch that trailer so you guys can see because they have you can see by watching it they had the pure intentions of wanting to like win awards for this movie <laughs> yeah that <laughs> they was were dead serious about it dude <laughs> gary oldman in the performance yeah, of a lifetime it's right dude that's right he played oh that would have been so weird and man. gary oldman was on his uh, literally i think on his knees the entire movie was he while portraying amazing a, actor oh. too like great cast oh cast was amazing execution. yeah <laughs> but yeah check it out maybe we'll watch the the preview tiptoes but yeah just all great conversation on all of those movies that we had brought up, guys, and especially uh, that lightning round of our backups. But let's get into the real deal, Holyfield, and give our number ones out there. And I'll just kick it off. I have a Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which is another movie I found when I was a young kid. My, my aunt introduced it to me and my cousins. And till this day, I love it. I don't watch it a ton, but I revisited it this past Halloween. It's the only movie I own on YouTube because it's the only place I could fucking find it to watch it at the time without having to subscribe to something. So, but when I was a kid, it used to honestly kind of scare me a little bit too. And you could tell it was a little corny, even as a young kid, but revisiting it, man, and just seeing the acting skills of the actors and stuff, it's pretty funny. And it to me, it makes it even better of a film. But once again, if this was a film that I was to show somebody else, I don't know how much they would really like it. And I, they probably wouldn't watch it again. I don't think either. Dude, they are still scary as shit though. Like the, the costume design and just the overall design of them, Hoover, you know, created them did a great job and i think the humor kind of playfulness of of them makes it even scarier because you're like oh these are you know they look scary and you know there's parts of the movie where like people think like oh they're gonna do a fun trick for us and they just brutally like murder someone and i think that's as a kid what made it kind of more scarier because you're like oh you would think these clowns would be fun but they're hella fucking brutal yeah i don't remember much from that movie but just always talking to people about it where they just cocoon them in cotton candy and then crazy cool uh what are those called crazy straws uh, like bendy straws yeah like a crazy straws, straw yeah, yeah. and then they like suck their blood it was just like pretty twisted and the faces man it's just like the the, the clowns like clowns kind of freak me out just just in general and it was weird yeah, I haven't seen this movie I, since I was a very young kid. And when 
I did see it back then. I'm talking young. It scared the shit out of me. And so I haven't seen it since then. I need to go back and watch it now that like it won't scare the fuck out of me. I hope. Dude, <laughs> I, I was like, <laughs> well, a good luck to you on that. No, just playing. But dude, there's a, I saw somewhere in like a comment section about these movies and Killer Clowns was on there as a potentially bad movie. And somebody was like, I humbly disagree about Killer Clowns from outer space. And they're the only person in the comments and they put this huge long thing. But I I guess um, the, they were brothers that did the costumes for this and like prop design and stuff and the clowns themselves. And they were really passionate about it. it. They didn't have a whole lot of money behind the film. So it's like a real passion project. And they know like they were lacking in that area. So they don't take it fully seriously. And they love the fact that people enjoy it. And it's a cult classic. And they'll go and do shows almost similar to like uh, Tommy Wiseau in the room, how he still shops the movie around to like the cult following of people who love it. It's Pretty similar parallels in that aspect. I would love to go to these movies where they do that, where you just go to a small theater and you can kind of meet the director, meet the actors and watch it. I know like Rocky Horror Picture Show does that. And I mean, people just love shit like that. I've never done it, but I would love to, I would love to experience something like that. That would be really though cool as a director to have a movie with a cult following, even if maybe you, you didn't do much after, or maybe you did, but just nothing if nothing came really of it, but uh, just have a movie 20, 30 years afterwards and having people come to a theater to watch it every year. I think that'd be super cool, right? Like knowing a movie that initially got panned when it first came out and you're probably like, fuck man, as we mentioned, put their heart and soul into it and it gets shit on, but then to get this cult following and just have those experiences for years to come on, I think would be a really awesome experience as a director. It would, I feel like in a certain situation, like you were saying, it might, it might sting in the beginning, but once like time went on and if it really gained that following and you saw it brought people like happiness, I feel like it depends on how serious you like take yourself too, you know, but once you could get over that and just like take it for what it was, then it would be pretty awesome, dude, to just like go to these places and have these screenings and have people want to see it and enjoy themselves. It's like, what that's what you want to accomplish when you make a movie in the first place. So just kind of a weird roundabout, a different route of getting there, I guess. Yeah, for sure. What was your uh, first pick, Fig? For myself, my first pick of a movie I realize is really bad. Uh, revisit it for this pod, but it's Dude, Where's My Car? This was a movie I remember watching in theaters with a group of friends. We had a, a bin around 13 years old. So it was like a perfect movie for young kids our age, you know, teenagers and just thinking how stupid funny that these guys are and just the humor in it. And even to this day, I feel like my humor really hasn't changed much <laughs> since I was 13 years old. And I, I, was, I was watching, I'm like, this is still good. I can understand why it got, I think it got like a 17% Rotten Tomato score. <laughs> and I can see why. I totally see why. But, you know, maybe as what we were saying earlier with nostalgia, being a factor to it but it's still a hilarious movie and ashton kutcher and sean william scott are a great fucking duo man so yeah dude where's my car like and then and then no and then yeah, this is a movie I still quote to this day, and I love it and can definitely agree that it is objectively terrible. So great pick, Fig. This is one that I I in the in the world of fucking sequels, man, I was really hoping for a sequel to this movie. And it would have probably been just as bad or worse, but never came. Maybe, maybe still. Might maybe. I don't know. And then <laughs> now I'm there. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a movie that I really enjoyed seeing with my friends, and of course that was 
the humor we were into at that time. But then I showed it to like my parents and then I'm like, hey, the guys are going to love this really funny and they just don't laugh at all. And like, this is really stupid. And then you argue with them like, yeah, you don't, you guys don't know humor. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what <boomers>. does mine say <laughs> you. yeah still still like mom you don't think that's funny <laughs> still <laughs> hilarious at the end when the the alien chick gets giant and walks. yeah the kid's like i want to ride that ride his dad's like me too me too <laughs> it's like hail <laughs> me Sultan. too son <laughs> yeah Sultan. 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 yeah yeah, uh, funny is like what you're saying, Steve. Like my little sisters will will show me stuff, usually like TikTok stuff or YouTube YouTubers, you know. And in my head, I'm like, this is just not funny at all. And then I realize I'm the old personnel showing, <laughs> you know, my parents or you know older cousins who you know looked at that movie and probably like this movie is so fucking stupid but yeah dude just <laughs> no nostalgia of it man me and my brother used to watch it pretty much every day like summer break i remember we like saved up our money to buy the dvd watched it pretty much every every night like with a group of friends and we always we like we we use the word shibby like shibby <laughs> like overkill like to a point where it's like all right the movie the movie's over it's long gone you guys don't have to say shibby anymore but yeah, should we to this day, man? <clears throat> Dude, um, there was at that point in time, I would spend the night at my cousin's house on the weekends, like pretty much almost every weekend, really consistent. My cousin, Kevin, and we used to watch it too. Just the same, man. Every weekend. It was on his movie channels, I think. So it, we'd just turn it on, but it's such a funny movie. And to, like Alex was saying, like almost on paper, everything about that movie, like the storyline and everything, it's a terrible movie, but it's such a good movie, man. Like I could turn it on and watch it and it would make me laugh. And I haven't watched it in years. So it's honestly making me want to watch it. But there's that one scene, dude, where their girlfriends are like working with ch blind children and the aliens show up the hot chicks like we are hot chicks and the kids talking and he's like can i feel your face that's how i see people and she's like sure and then he like starts filling her boobs and the girl <laughs> like one of their girlfriends looks over and you just see this blind kid like filling up this like lady dude and she's like whoa what's going on over here yeah yeah and then as he leaves there's like this little like you can barely hear it because the girlfriends are talking to the aliens and he's like i need to be alone and he like yeah. walks away. Starts moseying away. <laughs> yeah, that's a great choice, dude. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, I'll go. All right, so my movie of choice is the 14% Rotten Tomato rated um, Beverly Hills Ninja. This Ooh, is a classic from uh, dude, the late yeah. Chris Farley, very dear to my heart, about a talentless white ninja attempting to uh, save a damsel in distress. And just all the jokes about him um, just being this big goon, it's just always funny and cracks me up. Yeah, wasn't he like uh, an orphan? So it was a prophecy. And so he thought he <laughs> yeah. was the chosen one. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I need to go revisit this movie because I remember it's just being a great fucking movie, not terrible yet somehow great. So, yeah. Yeah, 14% seems in so low. I mean, I, I know it's a comedy, but I'm like, 14%? Chris, Chris Farley seems like he should automatically get a 20% rating for anything he's in. <laughs> yeah. I I saw it not too long ago, dude. Maybe like a like two summers ago, and I was watching it with my a few of my nephews. And it was still funny to me, man. I thought it was funny. And uh, there was a part where he goes, I forgot, to like a uh, strip club. And my mom was in there, and she's like, whoa. She's like, is this? She's like, what? What's this rated? And I was like, this is <laughs> 
sounded like G or PG. I was like, right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they don't show anything, dude. But it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a classic film. Chris Rock is in there too. Yeah, and that's right. He makes a funny appearance. <laughs> he's a he's, ninja, what's his name, Joey? Ninja? Or something? Yeah, Joey. <laughs> Like some say it is so. I think like if you're if I mean comedy wise, favorite actor. I mean we could all argue Chris Farley is hilarious, but I'd be curious to see what other movies like Black Sheep, um, Tommy Boy, what those were rated. And I mean it's just knowing his comedy style was hilarious. And I think a lot of people probably would just not like his not like his comedy. But I mean we grew up with that, and I got to go back and watch that. It's been too long. But Tommy Boy, Black Sheep, Mm -hmm. I love, and they probably got poor ratings too. I imagine Tommy Boy probably got pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tommy Boy was great, dude. I loved it. I was thinking Black Black Sheep, maybe. Black Sheep got lower, yeah, for sure. Dude, there's a one of the best parts of that movie is like the running gag of him taking his shoes off outside of the hotel, and the guy always comes and just takes them. Yeah, like the janitor or whatever just sweeps them up. He's like, who the <laughs> hell keeps taking my shoes? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it had everything, man. Great film with uh, Chris Farley. In the end, he does end up having ninja skills, and maybe he was the chosen one after all. But another great appearance in that movie, and it might be like one of his last more notable roles I remembered seeing him in, was uh, the actor who played Liu Kang in your second pick, Fig, Mortal Kombat. Right, oh, Robin yeah. Shao. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying to realize, like, uh, I haven't seen that guy in anything. And I looked it up, actually, when we were talking about it. Uh, he is now 62 years old. God damn. Yeah. I bet he probably didn't, doesn't look any older than he did back in the 90s, man. I'm Dude, sure. he he had a real string of like decent hit movies or like good movies in our childhood, especially starting with Mortal Kombat. He was Mowgli. And I think it was that the title was Mowgli, I believe, as well. It might have been Jungle Book. I don't remember. It was and Jungle then, Book. Uh, yeah. And then Beverly Hills Ninja as well. And then I felt like he kind of went radio silent after that. Yeah. Was he in a Surf Ninjas? Ooh, I don't know. He might have been. He might have been. Yeah, maybe. I, I felt like I don't know. That's I never even I, heard of that movie. That's a movie I should have said. Dude, but if we're talking about classic 90s movies, we're talking about my movie, man. The 1997 banger, Super Mario Tremors. Brothers. No, that's another great one. But today we're talking about the Super Mario Brothers movie starring someone who I weirdly love everything he's ever been in, John Leguizamo. Dude, great movie. I, that's great another movie. movie I watched as a kid, man. Dude, Bob Hoskins as Mario was perfect, man. He looked exactly like Mario. And just the take on it, it's nothing. I mean, there's like the underlying kind of uh, story of Mario in it, but they just took it like a whole different, you know, route, dystopian. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Dude, I, it's still, I don't know. I, I like what they did, but obviously it didn't really work out too well, but still childhood classic. Dude, the concept is still really cool because think of it like it, this way. Like if they wouldn't have made that movie back then, if they were to throw a Mario movie out like that now, I think it would do really good. And I think it'd be crazy too, man. But yeah. I, I liked it for all those reasons too. Just how the crazy different vision of seeing Mario in a different Was style, very- super dark cyberpunk post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. world yeah. like a different dimension of, yeah, like a, like yeah. a judge dread or something yeah dude just the the, the what are they called koompas yeah they were like yeah. mutated people. oh my god dude yeah like and just, it was like they would like liquefy their brains pretty much when they became one dude <laughs> yeah what if they trying they're trying to turn everyone into like dinosaurs basically right yeah. Well, yeah, because in the end homeboy bowser was a fucking tyrannosaurus rex right like or just a like a, a variation of that 
Yeah, some sort of big ass lizard. Dude, I love like the babam dude, and they like just tiny little thing, and he winds yeah, it up, and it just started walking sick. away forever and forever, and then drops down. Finally, <laughs> hit the mark. The dude. mushrooms too looked pretty crazy in that movie, dude. One of my favorite scenes of that movie is when they finally get their like movie accurate costumes. Man, they're in the red and green jumpsuits. And it's just so cool, man. You're as a kid, I remember being like, "Yes, like finally, like they're about to go save the day because they're in their, you know, costumes from the video game." And then when they got the yeah. super boots too, dude, the boots that shoot them off. Yeah. yeah, someone I always, watch these. I always enjoyed it as a kid too. That uh, uh, what's his name? The guy who played Mario, like he was with that big, like that one lady, and like, like Bob Hoskins. <laughs> yeah, Bob Hoskins, dude. Yeah, great actor. But um, yeah, dude, that's a, that's another great one, man. And what? Hear me out. I know uh, it's older. Is Bob Bob Haskins still alive? Right? No, no. He passed oh, away. Fuck. R.I.P. To a great one. Never mind. Then I was gonna say, what if they just did a remake of that film? Oh, sh- dude, you <laughs> mentioned earlier, like, oh, I wonder if any of these films they knew it was gonna suck when they were making or whatever. And I read an article about this film, and just it had so many bad things going on behind the scenes, production wise, that I feel like they definitely knew they had a bad film on their hands before they released it. But I love it still. Oh man, I want to go back and watch it now. What do you got for us, AB? Well, it was it was tough. And I think I think the whole debate of, you know, we loved these movies, but yet I guess they were bad. I don't know. But I went back and I based it off Rotten Tomatoes score, but Biodome featuring Ooh. the great Pauly Shore and Oh, what's Stephen his name, ba- dude? Stephen Baldwin. Yes, dude. One of the not, Baldwins. Not the murderer, JK. Not a sign. Uh, but yeah, Biodome. <laughs> and the cool thing is enough is that later down the line, if you guys watched recently, the, there was a documentary about the true story of the actual Biodome that they actually were trying to do. Was it in Arizona or New Mexico? Yes, Arizona. Okay. And fascinating story, but Biodome. And going back to what Chris was saying, it it's just that that humor, which I probably still have. It's just teen boy nasty humor sometimes and i'm just thinking about the the preview where they're these two dudes they get stuck in a biodome they sneak in or something and fuck everything up but they're sitting there and they're farting and then they're smelling it their farts and he like farts and he's like bologna sandwich with cheese and uh cheetos and they're like oh you got it and then he'd fart again and they do it like ketchup and onions it was so immature and hilarious for some reason, hey, but. but there was that was uh there were some beautiful women scientists in that biodome, <laughs> yeah. <there>, right? <laughs> like, oh, for sure, great movie, what? horrible movie. Yeah, I feel like a lot of these movies they have usually one particular actor that or comedian that really stood out, and I feel like Polly Shore was one of those actors where his age range probably you know at the time you know let's say mid nineties probably was from like. 21 and younger you know guys our age there might have been some people who are a little bit older who enjoyed them but i feel like maybe that's why these movies really stuck with this because it's that one particular comedian chris farley which i'm sure was loved by a a lot of other people but i couldn't imagine a 40 year old person you know being a fan of Polly Shore or Chris <laughs> Farley or Ashton Kutcher, you know, back in yeah. those days. I feel like Polly Shore, especially in Biodome, was still like riding high, at least like in a standing of being like pretty cool and like a higher up ce- a celebrity or at least somebody who is still getting booked. Oh, for sure. I feel like 
I feel like from like son-in-law to like Jerry duty or to like, uh, what was it? The army movie he did with oh, in the army now. Was in a yeah. In the army now. Yeah. In the army now, dude, I was going to like say the, that. Those, those movies were back to back, I think. And that's when I, I listened to that joke when he was on Joe Rogan and he said, that's when they stopped renewing him. He had a contract with like Disney, I believe at the time and they didn't renew it. And he just started not wow, getting work yeah. after that, dude. It was just, yeah, he just fell off a cliff. It was pretty sad, honestly, you know, but I love that movie dude and that was another oh, one movie. that i i don't think did good at all in theaters it probably had an early exit out of theaters and then no, it did really yeah. good on the on the back sale of vhs tapes and yeah stuff. vhs and, cable tv it's funny that if you watch the documentary and like these scientists that took it very seriously and they'll be like yeah uh, they made a movie based off of it called biodome and then be like not <laughs> representing it in any way whatsoever <laughs> But great choice. In the Army Now was was another runner-up I was going to bring up. That's uh... I was spacing his name, but Andy Dixon that with him, right? They both <laughs> enlist in the Army. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what's his name? David uh, David Allen Greer. Thank you. Yep. David <laughs> Allen Greer, baby. What, what's the one? I think we said it where he goes to live on a farm. It's Son-in-Law? Son-in-Law. Yeah. Yep. Dude, that one I used to watch all the time, man. Mm-hmm. Hilarious movie. That was pretty it's, good. And then Dino, Dino Man. man. Encino oh, Man, dude, classic film. Holy shit, Brent, uh, friend of the pod, Brendan Fraser. You know, <laughs> always got to shout him out. <laughs> yeah, don't forget about uh Samwise Gamgee, man, Sean Astin. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, dude, he was digging a goddamn pool in his backyard. His parents didn't give a fuck about that. Like, that's nothing you never think about when you're a kid. He's just like ruining their backyard. They're like, you're never gonna be able to fill this pool. <laughs> You've been digging this since you were 15 years yeah. old. God damn it. That's some shit we would probably try. <laughs> yeah, dude. But yeah, guys, I mean, all of those are great picks. And once again, just what, you know, makes a, a movie a bad movie. All of these we did see in our youth, you know, but if you were to revisit a lot of these or show them to people nowadays, they might not enjoy these and might not even want to sit through them. So it's funny. Um yeah, it'll always, I guess it'll always be like that. And it's just in that the movie is in the eye of the beholder, I guess. So, um, yeah, until next time, Fig, I think you have prepared a little trivia game for us. Yes, sir. I got a movie, a trivia game on terrible movies. So, uh, yeah, let's roll into that. All right, my friends. So I have a movie trivia game for you. So the kick for this one is these are all pretty bad movies, at least according to Rotten Tomatoes. All of these movies have a 25% score or lower. Some of them are so low. You're like, damn, how does movie get a score so low? But they are just that bad. So I have a question for each of you, and then we'll roll into a free-for-all round. Um, Similar to what we've done in the past, if someone doesn't know their answer and another one of you dudes knows it, you guys can steal those points. So let's get the games a-rolling. Sweet. All right, this first one is for you, Steve. The movie Batman and Robin, what year was it released? I'll give you two guesses. Uh, 96. Very close, but no. 95. Oh, you should have went the other direction. 97. Uh, 97. Dude. Nice. I just happened to see that on one of these lists earlier today, dude. I know. So it's, it's kind of sad. In my brain. I was like, it was oh, both man. of them. It was, uh, it was Batman and Robin and then Batman Forever. What, whatever ones were back to back. Yeah. Batman and Robin. I loved, loved as a kid. 
And I got for, I think my mom for Christmas one year got me like all of the like, you know, 90s Batman movies. And I remember putting it on. I was like maybe like 24 at the time and be like, damn, this movie is really bad. Batman and Robin, man. But <laughs> yeah. uh, it still kind of holds some nostalgia with me. So, so yeah, 1997, Batman and Robin got a 12% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Damn. Alrighty, AB, this next question is for you, my friend. This 2008 end of the world movie featured Zoe Deschanel and John Leguizamo. What is this movie? Oh, man, dude. It's That's a very such a weird combo of actors uh, that you yeah. put together. I was like, I, what? I actually, I actually think I know this is one. It, too, is man. it a zombie movie? I think, I think I know this one too. Is it, it a is, zombie movie? It is not a zombie movie, no. I think you're thinking of the Land of the Dead with John. Yeah, Lewis. dude. Thank yeah, that's you. what I'm thinking of. Oh, Zoe Deschanel. Was it, um... dude? I, you know this, man. When you hear the answer, you're gonna be like, "Holy shit!" The end of the world. Um, I'm, I'm stumped. I'm sorry. I can't even. You want to throw out a guest? A guest. I'm gonna say the. This is the end of the world. No, nope. <laughs> it's kind of close. <laughs> Does anyone else with know the, the with the, the answer? Part. Is it the the happening? The happening. Oh, Marky, Marky, Mark. Dude, Marky Mark I, looked, I looked. I looked. It popped up, dude. Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, it was. Uh, Zoe Deschanel is married to. Um, she's married to him, and it's just like such an odd kind of couple. No chemistry mm -hmm. whatsoever. And an M Night Shyamalan the... stinker, man. Yeah, I remember John Leguizamo like unbuckles himself and drives into like a tree or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fuck, dude. There's this scene like where Marky Mark is talking to the little girl and giving her like the mood ring and being like, uh, "You're about to, you're about to laugh because it turns yellow," and then she laughs you know and it's like a calming thing and then somebody shows him like a video of a man just getting mauled by a lion a lion yeah <laughs> goes into the zoo because because it's like the air makes someone to kill themselves right that's what it's the plants the plants some, right some yeah, like the chemical that, some shit, yeah. but basically right so the plants uh, have had enough the, pr the premise was cool i liked it but yes it was terrible acting yeah mark Wahlberg. Uh, Love the guy, but he was horrible in that movie. And I saw I saw something about it too, saying that Mark Wahlberg. It was a review of the movie, and it said Mark Wahlberg just looks confused to the entire film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the happening, seventeen uh, percent Rotten Tomatoes. Damn. So uh, Dave stole those points. We'll move on to the other Chris. This Saturday Night Fever star also played a ten foot alien with treads. In what movie? Oh, dude. Who put Alien with Dreads? Horrible movie. I was going to say something that might give, give it away, so I won't. I'll hold off until after. I have no fucking clue, man. I have no idea. Predator wasn't 10 feet tall. <laughs> uh, Steve, you know the answer? Want to steal some points? This is Battlefield Earth. Battlefield dude. Earth, man. It's Pretty like a bad. Klingon or something like Wannabe, right? Yeah. A whopping dude, three... Three percent on Rotten. I didn't tomatoes. know they were supposed to be giant. Never saw it. Yeah, that movie wasn't tall. that movie. Am I wrong or was that movie? I thought it was like somehow tied to the Church of Scientology. I don't know uh, how or if it was like the funding, maybe, maybe the funding for it or something, dude. And then John Travolta being the lead of it, it dude. But, they promoted yeah. the fuck out of that movie, and it was. <laughs> he looked so weird as that <laughs> creature, dude. Dude, yeah. Um, he probably thought like, damn, this movie is going to revitalize my career again, you know, kind of having a slump and then just total shit show. But um, yeah, Battlefield Earth, 
Steve got those points. We'll roll it on to you, Dude, Dave. You, you thought that was a shit show. You never saw him in Wild Hogs. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably another bad movie that's good. Wild Hogs, uh, the motorcycle gang movie with uh, a sequel <laughs> with all, with all the Allen? other guys. Tim Allen. Yeah, it was like Mar- Martin Lawrence and uh... Robin Williams. Rob- Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he was in the sequel, right? Was there a second one? If there was, he was probably in that. There was a second one. Uh, William H. Macy, I think, was in it too. Yeah, uh, that's it was. Yeah. All right, Dave, this question is for you. This is a quote from a movie. You tell me where this quote came from. Well... I touched Christy Boner's hoo-hoo. We're on the hook for $200,000 to a transsexual stripper, and my car is gone. I'd say we were pretty wasted. Well, I think that was your pick, Fig. Uh, dude, where's my car? You're correct, <laughs> sir. And that is a classic line right there. <laughs> dude, I was watching it, and like early, right before the pod, I threw it on, and I was like, I got to put that quote in. It's just hilarious, man. So, yes. <laughs> dude, where's my car? All righty. So, we'll move along to the free-for-all round. Whoever knows the answer can say it first, and they'll grab those points. So, this first question, what... Flick starred Hugh Jackman, Halle Berry, Emma Stone, Kate Winslet, and Dennis Quaid, and amongst other big name stars. It's quite the cast, but a horrible movie. Swordfish? Nope. Ooh, yeah, Hugh Jackman, Halle Berry, but that that was a good movie. This that was a good movie. Is hot, hot garbage. It's got a wow. whopping 4% rating on Rot Tomato. Had all these so stars like in it. Cloud Atlas? Like, no. Is it um, the, great, the Greatest Showman? Nope. It's a good movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've never seen that. I've never seen it. Any guesses? Uh, X-Men? Fuck, dude. What's, I'm uh, trying to... What's another hint? Um, it's, yeah, a, tr- it's a parody movie. It's a bunch of shorts. Oh, uh, movie 39 or movie 49? No, you guys are close. Go no, lower. 39? Movie 25? No, no. Movie, movie. Uh, it was a number. 20, 21. You were close with 49. Just go down. Movie 47. <laughs> movie 48. <laughs> movie 43. No. 43 45. 43. Movie 43. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this movie starred a ton of big name, really good actors. And I try to watch it and I was like, what the fuck? Like, why do they agree? Yeah. <gasps> Dude, I remember this movie. this movie. Holy shit. I totally it was almost forgot like about it. Sketches, kind of. Yeah. They're a bunch yeah. of shorts. And yeah, they're just bad, man. It's just one of those things where you're like, this is just not funny, man. Just I and again, Kate Winslet, Hugh Jackman, Halle Berry, you know, this movie came out in like the mid 2000s too so it wasn't like early on in their career or anything so yeah yeah just a terrible movie all righty so this next movie i'm gonna read the plot for it and you guys let me know if you know this movie a sheriff investigating the disappearance of a young girl from a small island discovers there's a larger mystery to solve amongst the island's secretive neo-pagan community I know we're all going to know this. Give a hint, but last time I gave out a hint too soon. So if you guys don't know. Can you read it one more time? Can you read it one more time? Pagan community. Yes. I'm trying to think of. Yep. So uh, the plot is a sheriff investigating the disappearance of a young girl from a small island discovers there's a larger mystery to solve amongst the island's secretive neo-pagan community. Is it... um... Fuck! What's the title, dude? Do you guys yeah. know who's who stars is in it, this movie? Is it 
Is it M. Night Shyamalan? Is he, is it? No. I know it's not an island, but it almost sounds like, uh, yeah, what's I, that one movie? Dr. Moreau. <laughs> At least I don't think he directed this movie. No. All right. So I'll give a pretty big hint out. It's starring our boy, Nick Cage. Oh, is that, uh, the, what's it called? Uh, he's like, oh, the bees, the, the bees, bees, the wicker man. The wicker man. Oh. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, dude. I didn't think I'd seen all that movie. I don't I think I've seen was that talking movie. about the bees at the end. The bee yeah. scene is insane, dude. It's like, what the fuck? Like, Nick the Cage? Yeah, The Wicker Man. A whopping 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. All right, my friends. <laughs> last one. The main star in this erotic drama also played the role of Jesse Spano earlier in her career. What is this Showgirls. movie? Yeah, showgirls. Showgirls, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Fast. Yeah, that's a pretty wild flick, dude. Yeah, pretty sure this uh movie pretty much ended her career after that. She's uh didn't really do much and she initially thought I saw in interviews that it was going to take her to stardom because there was another movie with uh Demi Moore where she's a, a stripper. Yeah, I was just th- I thought that was a that was strip tease. Strip tease with mm-hmm. Yeah, she thought it was gonna do the same for her, but it didn't. She's in the the reboot now for Say by the bell, though, so she's not doing too bad. Oh, I thought you were going to say showgirls. I was like, what? <laughs> awesome. Well, friends, uh, thank you for joining me on this movie trivia, but uh, we're rolling to a two-second tunes. Two-second tunes. You only got a little bit of time, baby, go. Two-second tunes. You only got one, two. Of course, in the honor of shittiness out there or biased shittiness, because we loved everything we just talked about pretty much. Uh, we're going to do some of the shittiest songs out there in the world. It's tricky because through the internet, you know, they know everything. So when I searched this, they said some of the shittiest songs were Obla Di Obla Da by the Beatles. Strongly disagree. Pretty they, much so. Yeah. They said, uh, Who Let the Dogs Out by the Baja Men. I mean, fucking come on. I Banger. Mean, strong, it's a strong great song, disagree. but I definitely think that one is terrible. Yeah. And like, as a song. Yeah, you've you've obviously <laughs> never got the party started. The, the first one I understood, you know, <laughs> yeah. why, why we don't agree with that one. The second well, one, I mean Well then this one, the Macarena. Okay. Come on, y'all. No, the Macarena. That's a, is that's a bad. classic. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a lot of great songs out there and a lot of opinions on shitty songs. So it was really hard for me to dial it in. So I kind of got a, a, a smorgasbord of songs and we're just going to go on the order of the list that Dave originally did. So Dave, Fig, Steve, and then Chris, whatever the songs are in that order. Some might be easy. Some might be hard. I'm sorry. We're going to go with it. I'm going to play roughly cool. two seconds. You got to name the song. If you can give us more points than that, party on. And we're going to start with you, Mr. Dave. Cool. Two seconds. Here we go. Oh, that is shared. Do you believe the love? Yeah, the love. And uh... <laughs> I actually really like this song, man. It's yeah, pretty, I was going to uh, say. It's not a it's actually a, a banger, dude, honestly. And she was like one of the first people to utilize autotune in that song. Okay, too. I didn't know there's kinda... big share fans in here. So. Earlier, I wondered if I had bad taste, and now I'm just comfortable with having bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoy having bad taste, to be honest, you know. Okay. 
Well, um, for let's see, for any, oh, let's see. Do you know when this song came out? I, I want to guess 
I, I worked with these guys. They were in a hardcore, like death metal band, totally different. But these brothers, David, you know, know I'm talking about. Yeah. These they used to, they were fans they of back dude. be my cousin's neighbor too. Yes. Yeah. And they would, I mean, it was cool to hear their side. Cause they were like, yeah, I don't know why people are tripping like this, this, like, and they were legit musicians. So it's kind of cool to see. It was just people love. They honestly, uh, they were at a, 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 a little party my cousin had, and this was years ago. And I haven't seen these guys in years, but they are, uh, really good musicians their band is good and like alex was saying they do metal yeah i and wish i could funny. remember their name now Fuck. i thought he was joking with me because nobody's ever done that to me he was so sincere and he was like yeah man just they always get such a bad rap but they're my favorite band ever is nickelback he's like literally they put out classics yeah. like all of their Maybe shit their parents and people just nickelback shit on them and I was like, dude, honestly, man, I kind of shit on Nickelback. I, I, I was like, but they do have some good songs. I was like, I just, I'm not into them. And I was like, but I respect that you like them. I was like, obviously, they're like a world famous band. So mm-hmm. they just have a lot of haters. So yeah, second to Creed, maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Good job, Steve. Move on to Chris, and then I got one more issue for you after that. Sorry about this one, my friend. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Gucci- no, fuck. I don't know, dude. I said, okay, you can probably I guess. Know, I, um, I just take a guess on what guess the title, the, uh, Gucci, title is. Gucci Gang. Gucci Gang. Yes. Okay, we got it. Um, um by he, Gucci Mane. No, his, <laughs> no. That's what I was gonna guess. Starts that's with, what I was gonna guess. <laughs> starts with Lil. Just think of a. Oh, think oh, of a Lil. dumb Lil. Lil okay. Yeah. This starts with Lil. It down to to narrow it down for you. Lil Yachty. Oh no. no. Lil Shorty. <laughs> Lil Swaggy. Lil Gucci Gang. <laughs> Lil Gucci Gang. Lil, Lil Gucci. Anybody Lil know? Snoochie. Lil Uzi Lil Vet. Lil, Lil Snoochie Bucci. Lil Snoochie. Lil Shibby. Lil Shibby. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's Lil Pump. It is Lil Pump. Yeah, Which I'm one? sorry. Somebody had to get that song. And um, it just happened to be the other Chris. And I apologize. You, and give me fucking guys... Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think his friends, when they make fun of him, call him Lil Two Pump Chump? Oh, bro. Uh, what one friends? Pump chump. Yeah, right. Yeah, what friends? How many, how many Lils can there be? Isn't there like Duh Baby and Dude. Little Baby? Yeah, well, there's Little Baby. Yeah, there is. And there's Little, uh, little Baby's dude. actually really big. But, dude, um, this, yeah. this rapper in Oxy particular, Bob? Lil Pump, the, <laughs> yeah. big, big, big baby. He, and he was somebody who would do like outlandish things for attention to when he was popular. So now it's like, he's just, he's out of the spotlight mm-hmm. now, man. I don't think he'll ever regain what he oh, had. No, but... no, no. Rest in peace to the, to the next Lil. All right. Nice job. Everybody's doing pretty good. I think everybody got some points all around. So come back to Dave on this one. Down to the bus stop. Gotta catch my bus. <laughs> That's um, Rebecca Black Friday. Of course you remember her name, dude. Yeah. <laughs> nice job. I She's remember a viral sensation. Dude, that the sock like going to the bus stop. Gonna watch my friends <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Rebecca. She's Black. actually, I think, like put more time in. And I think her voice got better, but yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's probably had some more stuff, but that was one of those songs that came out that was like, oh, God. I yeah, can't even dude. find the chorus, but Friday, Friday. She got famous for a terrible song is what happened. Yeah, dude. 
God damn. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> it's really bad, but also kind of it, fucking catchy. Canada, it's really bad, but I do like Fridays. I'm sure like her and her friends, like at the time, like that was the jam, dude. Like who cared what everybody else thought, but it's the, the kind friends? of song. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the kind of song where you're, it comes on the radio and you're like, ah, oh, this isn't so bad. And you pull up to a stoplight and a group of dudes. <laughs> In the car next to you, you have to, you have to roll up your window, you turn or, it down or, really quick, yeah. or or put some Tupac on. Yeah, <laughs> nice have job. It queued up. All right, we are cruising along. Three more to go, friends. This is for you, Mr. Chris Fig. Oh, that was a rough one, dude. That dude. um, you will know it if I play more, but uh, I can replay that. Re like. Yeah, re- replay it. Let, okay, let me hear it again. Play a little more. That little last. <laughs> oh, you're gonna hate it, dude. Once I play, I know, dude. Once I, I play know, the I'm rest, to dude, you're gonna be too. like, "Oh my god, dude!" I have no fucking clue, man. I can't Anybody? Even, I can't even make a guess. It sounds like a boy band. I'm just gonna throw that out there, but okay. I don't know who is it. I'm BTS? Gonna... No. Oh. I'm going to play it at that same part and let it go a little further if you'd like. All right. Sorry, bro. Damn, uh, Baby Shark goes fucking hard, dude. The first beginning, I was like, this has to be like a mid-2000s like dance song. <laughs> yeah, it did have that beginning where I was like, all right, I want to make this as challenging as possible. You're good, man. Did have, a, did have like an early Lady Gaga yeah, like, like feel to yeah. it. It could have, it could have for sure. It comes out of nowhere with that. Stumped the hell out of me. All right. Well, gotcha. Um, okay, we're moving on to Steve. Steve Arino. Good luck, bud. I don't even guess. <laughs> oh, just <laughs> no, I can't even guess. I could play a little more, maybe. No need, man. Certified freak. There we go. I figured some people would get this, some people wouldn't. So I was like, ah, oh. is it ass, wet ass p word? What would? Oh, what does a wet ass pussy mean to you, Steve? <laughs> yeah. uh, that's a fetty fetty wop. Uh, nope, but WAP is, is a word in there for sure. Uh, We're looking at the jokes and they will accept it. Uh, is, yeah. is this Nicki Minaj? This is no, no. it's Cardi B. Uh, you're oh, in the Cardi right, B. you're in the right, right same range. Shit, right? Same, yeah. same, and, same uh, person, same yeah. person, and, Ma- and Megan the Stallion. Seven days a week, wet and gushy. Yeah, <laughs> I want that? you to park it right in my Sensei little version. garage. <laughs> the funny thing is, you said who it was, and I still forget. It's Cardi B or and it's Megan the Stallion, yeah. dude. And Nick Cardi B not. and oh. Megan, Megan the Stallion. Yeah. What's funny is that I mean, arguably, very similar cadences and flows, but they would kill me if I said that. But yeah, WAP. They'd kill you with that. That what WAP. Ass, what ass pussy. Yeah, um, watch the music video for all you kids out there. Go check it out. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is all those, all you kids listening to our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Anyone yeah. as well, go watch the walk. Yeah, whoever's video. listening to this, under, yeah. Steal your, steal your dad's YouTube account and go watch. <laughs> and then Wop. steal his money. Wop. What is that? Oh, God, yeah. It was... Um, I didn't want to say the, the title because I thought, isn't that like a... 
a race racial slur for like Italian guy or something. Oh, <laughs> oh really? I think that's W O P. We're saying W A P for the viewers out there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah real, I didn't know real that. Wop. I learned something. <laughs> All right, you didn't know you guys... that? You never heard that one? Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> Wow. Not racist. Like I feel that. like it's no, an, no, a, like an old. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, dude. There's something. I thought you were gonna say like wet ass pasta, which sounds bad. Even saying it, I don't hey, know. You got you got to drain your pasta, dude. <laughs> that's even that's even more uh, disrespectful to say to an Italian, dude. <laughs> be like, call me wop all you want, but don't fuck with my pasta. Don't fuck with my pasta. <laughs> right. Don't okay. All right, last but not least, the other Chris. Got one good for you. Oh, dude, I don't know. I don't know. What? Is this? You guys all look like... What? You know this, dude. I had a feeling you were going to play that I put it... I picked picked a part of the song that was partially heart-challenging. If I play another part, you're going to be like, yeah, I know this song. You know it, dude. You want to play another part, or you want to play that one again? Oh, oh, uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't. I know the words. I don't know the song or who sings it though. Um, do you know the title? What I'm the... a Barbie girl. There we go. Aqua. Yeah. Oh, Aqua. Hey, he pulled it out of like the far reaches of his memory. Hey, oh, Barbie, <laughs> let's go party. Dude, good job getting the title, the name, because I wouldn't even have known that. So, yeah. Aqua, yeah. Probably definitely a one-hit wonder. Dude, you want you want to know why I knew that, man? What? Because I'm a Barbie girl living in a Barbie world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, um, we're, we're all we're all pumped for this new Barbie movie coming out, right? Oh, Robbie, dude, with, uh, Ryan Gosling. They yeah. have to play that song in it. They have to for sure, dude. It's got to be the intro or something. But all right, gentlemen, congrats. That was the first round. I think. I could probably do more because there's a lots there's lots of shitty songs out there. We'll be the judge and any listeners out there want to throw it out. That concludes two second tunes. So without further ado, thanks we dig. Peace out. Stay cheesy, everybody. Later days, my friends. See you next week. We're so bad that you know we're good. Bye. And then no and then. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>